welcome to season three of Lightwork Presents Everything is Connected, where we share inspiring stories with artists and art professionals on a wide range of topics about life and work. We share ideas on our inspirations and the influences that affect our lives. I sit down with artists and thought leaders across the diaspora to learn more about the things that make them tick, the ideas that they are passionate about, and the ways in which their work seeks to impact our society in a variety of ways. Join us as we continue the journey of sharing the interesting and inspiring stories of some of today's most dynamic artists and art professionals in the industry. Let's go! On this episode, I'm joined by Gideon Appa. Born in Accra, Ghana in 1987, Gideon received his Bachelor of Fine Arts at the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology in Kumasi, Ghana in 2012. Appa lives and works in Ghana. With a diverse practice that ranges from the expressionistic to the surreal, Appa draws from his personal experiences to depict life in his native Accra. Appa's work investigates his childhood as well as local mythologies, ethereal landscapes, rivers, domestic interiors, and reoccurring figures both imagined and known, such as his grandmother and brother. He has also created traditional portraiture and painted dreamlike scenes of jewel-toned figures in imaginative, symbol-laden landscapes. Appa, who continues to live and work in Ghana, has enjoyed shows in Johannesburg, New York, Mexico City, and beyond. It's a Sunday afternoon in Gideon's studio in Kaswa, about an hour's drive from Accra, where he's working on a painting for his latest show at Pace Gallery in London when we begin to talk about his work and studio practice. Let's dive into this next episode with Gideon Appa. Gideon, I'm so happy to have you on the show. So looking forward to talking to you and having you join me. Nice to be here with you. Um, it's an honor to have you in my studio. So here we are in your studio. You're working on some new works as we speak. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to check in and see how are you doing with the work? How are things going? How are you feeling? Today's Sunday, but feeling very, just like any typical day, just here to make some paintings. Do you usually and, work uh, on Sunday? Once in a while, not often. It depends. There have been times where I'm not feeling too good. I want to go home. But if I'm able to f- work through the work, it comes out very well. And most works that I've done when I get frustrated, they end up being like super. I've always sort of had this theory that anger or frustration or this kind of emotion that puts a fire under you is actually really, it's very useful. Because when you find yourself sort of frustrated with something, it almost forces you to act. It has this good and bad side. The bad side is that you could go home and have a rest, so your day is going to be wasted. The good side is that you can work through it emotionally. I mean, if you have a breakup or you're having such a bad day because of some reason, that could actually channel you into making one of your greatest paintings. For every artist, it's important to know whether your piece is working together or not. Mm. That's an important part of the process and it's good to know. You always know when there's something missing. Do you feel like that's a natural thing that an artist always knows? For me, yeah. There are paintings that I do and while I'm done, I always sense there's something wrong, especially in relation to color. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Color is important in most of my work. 
Yes. How? How? It all has to come together. It's not like it has to be super perfect. But with my kind of work, I work with so many colors that I need to find how how to put them together. I made paintings on black canvases. I mean, black primed canvases. So in that way, you're painting from darkness to light. It's a different process. And you need to figure out how you're gonna put all of these things together. That's a difficult process also. That's a challenge. But if you get one of them through, the rest, they become easy for you. You can work with reds, so many different kinds of reds. Because you've gone through the thinking process and once you figure one out, you're gonna figure all of them out. And that thinking process that you're speaking about, it's critical to the work, isn't it? I mean, especially if you're just thinking about the act of applying paint to a canvas and getting out an emotion or pulling out an idea or have creating a feeling, there's a process. There's a process in almost everything that I do, composition-wise. For example, you take a work like this, maybe what I'm working on, it has about four figures in there, it has a horse in there. There's a landscape, there's a sky, there's all of these things. That is part of the thinking process, you know, how to lay out not just the color, but the composition of the work. It is critical. How do you feel when you're painting? What are some of the things that you feel? Well, you got me right there. Sometimes, sometimes it's good to be relaxed, sometimes it's not. Sometimes you really need to, you know, you go fast, sometimes you go slow, depending on which part of the work that you're painting. The thinking process, I think about so many things. Definitely thinking about composition. So we're here in Ghana, we're in Kaswa, we're at your studio where you work. Yeah. Why did you choose to be outside of the city, outside of Accra? You're an hour away from some of the big things that are happening. You're in a space where it's a bit more remote. Why did you choose to be here? Well, the story is very short. I didn't have a studio space and then I had a friend who was staying around here and he had a space and he said I should come paint so I came and I worked here for a while and then um, I thought okay I have a studio space here so let me get a space where I can put my head and then one thing left to the other so before I knew I was I'm becoming part and part of the community here. Mm. <laughs> The next thing is that is, there's a beautiful farm very close. You it's mentioned that to me. Yes, I, I think if you would like to take a stroll there. I would love to. The yeah, first time could, I came to meet you, you talked to me about the farm. Yeah, I did. If you can take a stroll, you can see what I'm talking about. Yes. But I think it's a, it's a beautiful farm. It's inspirational for me because I prefer working like this. Like what? Surrounded by greens. Surrounded by land, gives you room. That's why it could explain why maybe sometimes my canvases are large. Ah, you know, because that makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, I go, I go out. You see a lot. You know, people go about their business here. No one, they don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah, and I would imagine that being in an environment like this, where you have this beautiful farm right in your backyard, you're not in the middle of Accra, in the middle of all the noise and the, and the craziness of the city life, that you can think more broadly, but also the work. You have a lot of backgrounds and natural environments in some of your work. Yeah. And so I was thinking when I walked in, I saw a piece that you're working on or could be finished. And there was so much green, it was very pastoral. There were also areas that I felt like I was looking at water, a body of water. And I would imagine that being in this environment also inspires that element, the natural elements that you add to your work of, of landscape. Yep, yep, you are, you are 100%. I get more inspiration from here than I, I will get from the, from the city. Yes, I understand completely. There's a lot to get from here. 
like the color of the sky at a certain color, time of day. And uh, no, I mean, this is just the beginning because I also would like to work in more remote areas than here in the future. Yes, do you have you ideas know, right about that already? Yes, I have some ideas. You know, we could live somewhere for three months, painting somewhere. Where the environment is such a source of inspiration. Yes. I can imagine. It could make you so different in terms of where your ideas will come from. And There's something sort of magical about your work, especially some of the pieces that I've seen that are really like these structures that almost feel like an alternate universe with stars and galaxies. There's this one piece in particular that you have on your Instagram. Yeah. I wonder, what's the name of that work? It's White Castle. The very first one I did is White Castle. And I've done about three so far. Those ones where I happened to visit a place, I was trying to get a piece of land. So I went a bit far away from here. When I got there, I saw these abandoned buildings, mm. you know, all around. I have pictures of some of them. I have a lot of pictures of these abandoned buildings and just by the sea. Okay. The sea is salty, you know, yes. so they have deteriorated. Yes, yes. deteriorated. Yes. Yeah. They're actually very old. They're coming from it could be post colonial. I saw a lot of them there. All of the elements that you're bringing into the work that aren't about a figure, more about a place and a time and a feeling. Yeah. And they're very. I mean, those pieces that the White Castle that you mentioned, it seems like the environment that you find yourself in is such a source of inspiration because yeah. what you're sharing is that that piece that you that you showed with Pace is directly linked to a place that you have been and sort of maybe what that place was bringing to you, right? Bringing yeah. out ideas, bringing out a way of thinking, yeah. and then bringing out a sense of creativity because then you wanted to make a piece about it. Yes. So one of the big questions I want to ask, and I'm sure it's something that everybody's really curious about, is like your upcoming Pace show. And it's such a, you know, Pace is one of the biggest galleries in the world, and you're an emerging artist, and you're working with a really, really wonderful gallery, but you're also bringing to them incredible, incredible work. You have your upcoming show with Pace that opens in March. Can you yeah. talk to me a little bit about the show? Maybe what's going so, on? What are some of the works about? The works are very much like a continuation of what I've been working on over the years. It's been amazing. It's a beautiful journey. I had quite some time to prepare for the show. I feel there's great improvement. I'm always looking at how to grow as an artist in terms of painting. It's important. You're never going to stop learning anyway. I'm putting in a lot of work for this one. And as always, I'm putting in a lot of work. It's going to be a great show. It's an exciting moment. Do you also think it's an exciting moment here in Ghana? In the, in the Yeah, talk to me about that. It is. A lot is actually happening. We started to put up institutions, you know, which is amazing. I mean, um, Amako's space is, is a great space. You know, we thought luckily what he's done. Yes. You know, Ibrahim started SEC about three, four years ago that he started SEC. It's an amazing space as well. I mean, I have been there. In Tamale. In Tamale. His vision, his ideas. He's thinking way, way, way ahead. Way, and, way, way ahead. And it's, it's, uh, it's amazing to have very young artists building up institutions to support the arts and to improve upon what it is. The system is, is growing and the future is bright for us. The future is bright for us, really, really bright. And for art, staying, living in Ghana, Ghana is becoming the center for the arts in relation to West Africa and maybe Africa and the world. And it's, it's a beautiful time to be a part of this moment. I mean, there's a Deacon Center, it's a beautiful space. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. What Paul is doing is incredible. Yes. And from an exhibition space to a library, yes. to an education center, yes. to a research center, yes. there are many photographers of the past that come from different parts of the continent. Yeah. 
important photographers that yes. that depicted yeah. African life in yeah. the 60s and 70s. So as a final question to sort of round out the episode, what are your thoughts and your ideas about what it, why it's such a special time to be a Black and African artist working and creating at this time, in this period? For me, a lot of artists actually sprang up really amazing artists and this is all the backbone of artists who've worked over the years 40 50 years i think that they their role they played really amazing roles for us they are the backbone for us to progress there's a new generation of artists in the system very great artists everything together Ghanaian artists from over the years those who were for 40 50 years and even as was in practicing for about maybe five to ten years. It all comes together as one. I mean, it's, I would say it's bravo to us. Bravo. Um, yeah, bravo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's congratulations because it's taking quite some time, but everything has its own moment. It's looking very bright. So, yeah, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying it such time. It's amazing. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think is so wonderful and so special about being an artist, living and working in Ghana right now? For me, these are, these are amazing times. These are great times. We've been to art school, We've learned about very great artists. They laid down the foundation for us. Ghana's heading somewhere special. And Ghana is doing amazingly well. And we're going to keep growing in that direction. Once we have institutions bringing up, and then we have artists become more and more interested in what you're doing, and, and then artists, and then paintings, and then photography, and sculpture, and all of these things. We're talking about broader scale. It's about us pushing ourselves to the max, and then, and then we're good. <laughs> <laughs> amazing things are happening here. I can't wait to see all of the amazing things that happen with you and with your career. I'm so glad to be here to witness it and to be a part of it. So Gideon, thank you so much for joining me on the episode. Really happy to have you. Thank you too. Thank you for la (laughs) shadi. That was my episode with Gideon Appa. I want to give a big shout out and a big thank you to Gideon for joining me on the show. And it's a wrap, folks. That was our episode of Lightwork Presents Everything is Connected. Conversations on culture and current events with some of today's hottest creative contemporaries. These episodes are recorded wherever in the world that I find myself. May that be New York, LA, Miami, the continent, the Caribbean, Europe. Wherever it is that I find myself, I sit down with folks who are thought leaders, critical thinkers, and interested parties within the arts and beyond. These episodes reflect the times that we're living in while also adding some commentary to the social, cultural, and political issues of our world. Depending on where I am in the world at the time of our recordings, you will hear the sights and the sounds of our local environment throughout the U.S., West Africa, and beyond. I'm your host, Falashadi Logandudu, and we'll see you next time. As always, stay motivated, stay inspired, and stay up. Peace and love, y'all. We out.